Hello, hello, hello. Girl Chat Sports on a Thursday. <laughs> after dark. Let's go. After dark session. Let's go. Uh, we'll get to the Vegas sports that have been keeping me and Mo busy this week. We wanted to have a special Thursday, just kind of recap what's been happening out here as well as what's happening out there in the world of sports. And then in probably about 15, 20 minutes, we're going to have our special guest on from um, the UW alumni chapter here in Las Vegas, the Nevada chapter, and talk a little bit about the upcoming Oregon versus Washington game that's going to be live broadcast uh, with College Game Day at University of Washington's campus, which I'm really excited about, too. So bummed I won't be there, but it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I just realized I didn't have my cable cord in. Hang on one second. You're what? Girl Chat Sports, y'all. Just solo molo. I'm going to yeah. call it solo molo. They didn't got another interception. Are you guys watching this Thursday night game? Because I swear to God. I've been it's watching a divisional it. one. And I don't want either team to win, of course, because they're in the AFC West, which is my yeah. division. But of course. Russell Wilson just threw another interception. And for, you know, they... So the Chiefs would be a lot further ahead if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes throwing an interception and Denver's defense being fairly good today. Yes. They haven't yes. been good. But so, today, for some reason, they're good. Fairly So good. I take it back. It wasn't an interception. He completed the pass. One of his receivers fumbled the ball after getting hit on contact and they recovered. Oh my gosh. It. And oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so you just had an NBA draft. Yes. Just Fantasy finished draft. It. And we know, I don't personally do them because it's too much for me to handle, but you continue to do them and torture yourself and then use it as an excuse to get out of everything else that we do. But tell me about how the draft went. Right. Because I have five leagues now. I'm in three football ones <sighs> and two basketball fantasies. So I, I just did the first basketball one i have another one shout out to phoenix mo coming in the following week before uh before the season starts but the thing of it is is we, it's 12 players on this roster and it's not hard it's not easy i mean no. these these top dogs go fast and shout out to natalie who joined um last I minute last night we needed on one there. more player <laughs> we needed one more player and she was willing to to go ahead and sign up and <laughs> she was like i was auto drafting half of the time a little bit earlier then i jumped in shout out to b right. cow who's in this fantasy league i texted him like good luck He's like, oh, oh b cow's in it too oh, oh wow y'all yeah. are doing it He's big. like i'm yeah. at work um but uh i said are you auto draft because i saw your results you got some players He's like no i did it myself i was like oh okay good so I think everybody okay. did fairly well. I picked up a lot of sleepers. How I many people are in your league? It's 12. Okay. So there's still some people out there. I mean, of course, you know who goes first. Joker. <sighs> well, he's then better. Joel he, should, Embiid. he should. Okay. And then, really? And Yeah, Joel Embiid's second. And then Shea Gilgis is a top contender. Like, if you're playing a fantasy, you want SGA. And okay. you want Giannis, of course, and I got Giannis. They got Giannis sat for me. Okay. I'm, like, I'm taking Giannis, right. And then you want to get, you know, so you're set up with a point guard, a shooting guard, a guard, power forward, two centers, and then you have uh, one forward position, and then you have utility, which is like your bench, and then injuries. So I did fairly well. I Googled as much as I could. I, uh, at work, typed up some sheets. <laughs> Your cheat sheets. Let's, okay. I gotta go get them real quick. I gotta go get them. Oh Let's Lord. Here we go. You gotta go. You gotta see them. Hold on. I just want to know how much prep time was put into all this. So if you're tuning in now, just so you know, uh, me and Mo are having our special after dark episode today for Girl Chat Sports. And in about 15 minutes or so, we're going to have our special guest from the University of Washington's Nevada alumni chapter president on, Anthony Shump. He's going to be joining us to talk about the big Oregon-Washington game this weekend. But Mo, let's see the sheets. You think it's a game? I had the 5,000 points. <laughs> The ones that will give you 5000 for the season, these are the top ones. So if you didn't get Joker, Joel Embiid, Giannis, or Luca, then you were out. Then I had, I wrote down, I typed up, I'm such a kid, 4000 Who gets you 4000 points for the season? So the list gets longer with that. Then I printed out a list of the sleepers. 
So I got a couple of the sleepers. Franz Wagner I got, Mark Williams I got. And then you, you got some honorable 2,000 point people, you know? So it's a point lead. Everyone else that does, and then, I'm so crazy, I typed up my sheet in the order. So when I got them, I wrote what I needed. Oh my gosh. You don't even prep like this for football. I guess basketball is just more important to you right Basketball's now. Basketball is harder because it's every week, <laughs> every other day. And there's so many players out there. It is harder yeah. to draft for basketball than it is football. Football's easy. I do that light. I write a few things down. I do have a little paperwork with that, but nothing to this extent. This is a yeah, lot. Yeah, this is why. That's uh, Mo's uh, fantasy basketball draft today, you guys. So, so this is what I have. I'm just going to go through the list. I got Trey Young as my point guard, so that was a good pickup. I got Franz Wagner. He was a sleeper guy. I got Darius Garland as my uh, guard. I got D'Angelo uh, Russell. I got D-Loading. I got uh, Paolo Benchero for my shooting forward. He could play yeah, three he's, positions. He's from Seattle. And I got Pascal Siakam. I also got Jabari Smith, Mark Williams. And I didn't write my other person. I can't remember who else. Oh, Trent. Okay. Uh, I got, uh, I didn't want Dylan Brooks. So I got, I tried <laughs> to go for Terry Rosier. Freaking Natalie scooped him. But I think I got, I got uh, Bruce Brown from Denver. Okay. So I'll say Bruce What's Brown's going to be. He, yeah. Hey, Heather. Hey, Miss Ball and D. I'm just showing my basketball fantasy stuff. But <laughs> I um, got Bruce Brown. So I'm very curious to see if he starts. My brother looked at well, my lineup. He's like, oh, it is officially, of course, uh, preseason for the NBA has started, hence why Mo's going crazy for her NBA fantasy draft right now. Yeah. Uh, Thursday Night Football just ended. The Chiefs, of course, won. Not by the margin I would have thought, but because of the defense-ish of the Broncos and the continued struggles of Russell Wilson, who had his 500th career sack at today's game. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they covered yeah. the minus 10, barely. But here's what I didn't know. If anybody out there is, was watching, there was an over-under for the amount of times Taylor Swift was shown on TV because she was there. Oh, she was at the game. Right. And they had an over-under. So when the announcer showed her the last time, I think when Kelsey had like 100 uh, receiving yards, they said, I think if we show her now, you're still good with the under. So I don't know what the over-under was. But hopefully that means they limited the amount of times they put her on the TV for the whole trailer effect. Yeah, her Ooh. film just came out and uh, oh, Beyonce made an yeah. appearance to it. Yeah, oh, so that was kind of cool. Shout out to my mom checking in. Hi, yeah. Thanks for the birthday wishes, too. <laughs> yes. Okay. Heather said she's been invited to join fantasy basketball and just can't commit to the Listen, I can't commit to it. Girl, Every day you've got to change your lineup. You got to research and you got to Google. But you got to change that lineup like daily. Field ball, it's like once a week and I'm good. Well, you but, can, like I told Natalie, you can hit start your players it, for the yeah. week and it auto does yeah. it, but you still want to go in and tweak every once in a while. You need but to. But I got a whole bunch to. of young Titos. I didn't go for the big name. You like, love Zion your long Titos, though. That's, long that's part of your thing. That's part Yeah, of Zion thing. sat out for a long time. AD was a good pickup for B-Cal. He got him. I mean, we'll see if he plays the 82 games. You know, you just don't know with these guys. Yeah. Some of these guys that are in these rosters for draft are already game-time decision. No one picked up John Morant. John Morant's out because of his situation. So he's out there in the universe, you know. Somebody yeah. probably flex him later when he's ready to come back. But, yeah, he's out. I guess. So I guess. I yeah. Guess. Hey, so we've got a lot that's been happening in Las Vegas. Of course, you know, the city is still prepping for the F1 that's coming next month in November. Still streets and construction everywhere is crazy. So just be careful out there. But the Las Vegas Aces are the WNBA Finals on Sunday. They had game one. Wednesday was game two. We both went to a game. Phenomenal. Here's just a little clip of the energy of the crowd. I mean, you really can't, you really can't beat it. So no, first game, there was Tom Brady. There was LeBron James. Go to our Instagram at girl chat sports or our Facebook at girl chat sports. You can see those videos. Um, we had Jordan Sparks with the national anthem on Sunday. We had a Shanti halftime show Sunday. You had Tank for the halftime or for the national anthem on Wednesday. Sure and, and then you had two short. 
the halftime performance on Wednesday. So, I mean, and the A-listers were there. Right? Like we have Flea from Red uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Laker fan who usually yeah. is like this Laker guy. Wanda I'm Spice. mad. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso was there yesterday with his Jason daughter. Because they never said. Oh my gosh, he's a Liberty fan, so he had his teal on. But I was like, man, I wish I would have wore my Ted Lasso shirt to the game and went yesterday just so I could have seen him. I love Jason. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis is funny. Ted he's Lasso. Dope. So yeah. yeah, and then amazing. And Vivica Fox, I mean, who would have thunk it? I mean, it's Wanda. You just said Wanda, um, Wanda, Wanda, Sykes. Or, uh, Wanda Sykes was there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. big times in Vegas. I know New York is going to turn it out. They're going to have their celebrities out there, too, for their game three. So game three is going to be Sunday at noon, our time at Barclays. We're up 2-0. Okay. We beat them by 16 or 17 points game one. We won by almost like 25, 27 points game two. They were up 19 to two in the first four minutes of your game on Wednesday. Shout out to Alicia they Clark ha- for hitting that hundo for us to get us over the hundo. Hello. And then go to the so, Highest scoring first period in the WNBA finals in history. They had 38 points in the first quarter. Yeah. Se- second quarter, they fell back, but they ended up pushing it. I mean, literally I had friends texting me about like, why are the starters still in there up at 25 points? I go, Becky don't care right now. Becky is pushing it to the gas. The subs will be in at two minutes. And right about two minutes and 30 seconds is when the rest of the bench showed in. Actually, so. they came in sooner than that. It was like three minutes they were in. Okay. Except okay. Chelsea Gray. She ran the point, and then they sat her down after she got a little established. They got a little oh. comfortable. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, you know, they had that lead for most of the, like, the. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just Yeah, a it was a while. So It, it was, was. It was. was. Great. But, it, I mean, totally not an empty chair in the house. The Absolutely. energy was electric. Tank was throwing out T-shirts. I got to see Tank on my way to the restroom when you go, you know, how you go down that hall before you go to the diet. Uh-huh. Saw Tank, he smiled and winked at me. And I was like, Tank. He was like, yes. Uh, so Miss Bondi said Tank's performance was a no for her. What did you think I of his national anthem? I because I was oh. in the uh, <laughs> dining. So like I said, I Getting walked to like, got he was you. coming out. Um, so okay. I missed it. I saw it on the monitors. Okay, good. I did hear that Two Shorts' performance was way better than Rick Ross's. Like, period. what? Really? That's what I heard. Yeah, I've had a few people reach out to me. Like, Two Short was because you know Rick Ross, he literally stood in one position and bit, didn't even move his feet. He just stood there. Uh, like, well, then I guess that would make it better. No, Two Short is just he's. But it wasn't know. a great show. That's why I'm like, really? Because it was kind of mid. He didn't do much either. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, really? But if you're really? saying Rock Ross didn't move and stand in one place, I guess that's a didn't leg move. up. Too short walked around. I guess. Yeah, too short. Even, and plus, I'm sure most people in this genre at the, at the WNBA game probably may recognize two short songs. They're a little more than Rick Ross's, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, because I like yeah. that he brought the dance team out to dance with him. That was cool. Yeah, um, the dance teams. Listen, the high rollers put it on on Sunday. Yeah. Had a new routine and killed it. Used the towels. I was amazed. I love the high rollers. I, I like the them too. Rollers. Shout out to those. Yes, uh, Miss Bondi uh, Ashanti was definitely. I loved Ashanti's performance. It was dope. So that was um, that was really good. I'm it sure good. it was better than Cola Ray too. Right. Here's uh, just a quick, so the LeBron, the Tom Brady's, Cheryl Soups was there, of course. Mark Wahlberg was there on, in game one, so that was good. This was yesterday's press conference. I've never seen all five starters at one time in the press conference. Usually it's like the coach, then two players, the coach, one player. But it was crazy to see all five of them. It looked like they were getting in trouble, like, you know, having to get in trouble at high school or something and pay attention. It. <laughs> it was I love really it. cool. The ladies loaded their plane for New York today. Um, they will be out there getting it ready for game three again on Sunday. Game four, if needed, will be on Wednesday there in New York. And if needed, game five will be here back in Las Vegas next Friday. If the Aces win, and if and when the Aces win, it'll be the first back-to-back championship in 21 years of the WNBA. Yeah, and that's just the Los Angeles Sparks. Yeah. Got to get it. So I don't know. It's like, um, I think I was expecting more from the Liberty in game two, just because we've seen the whole season, how they played us. We had a tie record leading up into the finals. I expected a lot more. I mean, Sabrina Ionescu was barely there. I think JJ was the only person that really performed. Johannes Man, you couldn't take a, buy a shot if she wanted to. 
It was crazy. Brianna Stewart but was. There was some good plays. I mean, there was some good steals, a, a couple attempts. But I mean, know, Kia came out had eight points last night, which is way more than right. her usual one or two. You had um, Asia and Kelsey and, and Jackie Young having her highest uh, career point, and I think the, her career high in playoffs was like twenty six yeah. on Monday. Kelsey had twenty six yeah. Monday. Everybody was in the. I mean, they got numbers. Yesterday. I mean, they put up numbers. That's what they do. Yeah. And I'm not going to so, sleep on the Liberty. I'm not going to talk mess about the Liberty. I'm not going to say they, uh-uh. off, they put off the gas. I don't need any kind of motivation for what they need to do. But get out right. there. I just want a good series at this point. I want a good series. Love to see the ladies do a back-to-back. But I want to see a good game. And Jacqueline Jones, I'm going to need you to tone it down a little bit. She's throwing them <laughs> bows. She's getting in there. Just being mad. I mean. She was already in foul trouble. First quarter, like two, she already had two fouls in her. I thought she yeah. would have fouled out. She could have fouled out. I think the refs. I mean, Alicia, uh, Alicia had three fouls, I think, in the third quarter. So it was yeah. kind of like, okay, let's just all, but thank God for her, too, because we need that defensive skill set on her end. We and, do. Uh, we need that on Alicia Kirk. Yeah. Stokes act like she ain't trying to do it. So, <laughs> but she's boarding. She's shooting threes. Everybody says that Kia can shoot, but because she's like, Kia's like, listen, I got four other dominant players on my team. Why wouldn't I pass the ball to them? So now that she's taking shots and she's making them, maybe. But I, no, we'll but I barely. I, I need mean, you to get them rebounds too, okay. Kia. Like, come on. <laughs> I need you to get the rebounds. I need you not have butterfingers. I need you to be like, you know. Miss Valentine said, you know, it'll be a long night when Kia's launching three pointers and making it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Absolutely. Say <laughs> that like it is. Because I, uh, so that girl, so we had the Aces Sunday. Monday was Monday Night Football with the Raiders. Yeah, the Vegas Gold Knights were there with their Stanley Cup and at the Raiders Stadium. Um, your Raiders beat the Packers, maybe because the Stanley Cup was in the building. They a winner, was that it? it? Maybe. That I mean, well, I know they won when the Aces were there too for their championship win. So maybe it's. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't. I mean, I love that Lord Stanley got to visit Allegiant, but you know, I kind of like am kind of not tired of the nights, but I feel like yeah. we need to, you know, <laughs> our Raiders need to have their moment too. But I guess there's no moment to be had because we suck, you know? Okay. So, well, hey, works. at least you got another win. You're not going to be tied with Denver or at the bottom of the AFC West with Denver. So, hey, at least you got that going for you guys. Right? Hey, we'll take it. We'll take we'll it. Take it was it. good to have Devontae All Adams right. out there for the few minutes that he had <laughs> because his shoulder was bothering him. And so he only played, he played limited. But, you know, right. so many issues with this Raiders organization. There was many opportunities we could convert off of interceptions and turnovers and different types of positions of us being in uh, the red zone and we just could never convert and it just kind of got real dicey, but shout out to our defense. Shout out to Jacoby Myers for showing up. Shout out to Mad Max for, you know, getting out there and trying to do his thing because let me tell you, it was rough. Poor Jimmy. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of the big back to back home game. So, you, so we had the Raiders on Monday who won. We had the Vegas Gold Knights on Tuesday for this season opener where that? they lifted and raised the banner. Shout out to Sarah for get, um, hooking me up with one of her tickets. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was dope. amazing. We hung out for probably half the parade. Um, we enjoyed seeing sights. We saw our guy, Brian Salmon, as well as Jesse Merrick from News 3, two of our faves. We got to see a lot of the guys close up on the gold carpet. And um, it was pretty cool. We got to hang out with some friends. We enjoyed ourselves. Good. That banner is dope. I will say, because they didn't lift it where they're placing it, they should have lifted it from the center of the ice. Because no matter where you put it, they, they put it in the corner kind of by the helmet where the helmet usually is on the ice. And so they had people that couldn't see it. You have people in the lower bowl that were complaining they couldn't see it, so they had to watch it from the screen. People in the upper bowl couldn't, you know, just to pay. I think like you would have dropped it down the middle. Everybody pretty well, much. Well, we're vanilla to win a championship. We didn't expect this Golden Knights team to be so young <laughs> and to win something like this. They're, they'll get right. it together on the next one, you know. Yes, it's gonna yes, take some yes, time, yes, but we'll take yes. it. That was dope. That's great. Shout we out to Vegas Auto Gallery who uh, carded Lord Stanley and some of yes. the players in their uh, Rolls Royce convertible in the pre uh, pre show like before you go in they had a red carpet 
So Lord Stanley was in the back seat of one of the Rolls Royce uh, Dons that we had. Yeah, we had, when me and Sarah pulled up, we actually were coming there right after Mark Stone and Lord Stanley were pulling up on the convertible there. So nice. it was pretty nice. It was a so, nice car. It was a very nice car. Very nice car. So, yeah. yeah Shout out to Marky coming into the dealership. <laughs> I didn't get anything signed from him. I had no idea he was coming. Saw right. him. It was like, oh my God. Jonathan March saw us right in front of me right now. It said hi to me. I'm like, hi. Right. Hey, so um, we have our guest online ready to go. Yes, we do. So I want to make sure we give a good introduction to the president of the Alumni Association Nevada chapter here in Las Vegas for the University of Washington, Mr. Anthony Schump. Schlump. Sorry. I know I, le I left the L out before, so I apologize. But thank you. Wait, I got to turn my hat back around, too, just for this segment so I can make sure. I got, you know, a lot going on here. So, uh, Anthony, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. I know you're busy. So um, we had to have you on and talk a little about this upcoming game we got this weekend. Oh, I appreciate you all. First of all, Mel and Mo, thank you for having me on the show. Looks well, like welcome, you, guys got, you guys got a great production going on here. I love it. And uh, <laughs> I love what you guys are doing here in the Vegas, Thanks. representing the, the Vegas sports, of course. Yeah. DGK, raise that cup. Yes. Amazing. You know, I got to start the podcast out right, right? We celebrate yeah, championships. got to show off the little, you know, banners that they got too, which I apparently ran out towards the end of the game. I didn't realize, but there were some fans that were pretty pissed off. Oh, so I couldn't get a banner, huh? No, because they literally sure only have one. <laughs> yeah, listen, everything's floating on eBay. So, right. um, but we're happy to have you here. I know yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about the um, alumni group here in Las Vegas for the University of Washington, of course. My alma mater, your alma mater, um, not Mo's, but we're all we're all here together. <laughs> There's a big game this weekend. I want to play a quick little video that College Game Day put on in regards to College Day Game Day is coming back to Red Square University of Washington for the second time in history. Uh, I don't remember the first year. I know it was 2000. I think it's actually the third time. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. Oh, is but it? I, I'm not sure if we've ever won on College Game Day, but you know what? We had no, it is a third because we had USC once and we had Oregon once. Oh, um, I see, I just thought that it's the other one we had. Okay, well, here's a little promo for College Game Day coming up this Saturday. October 14th, Oregon and Washington is a brawl. Nobody's playing better than Michael Penix Jr. We've all been watching Bo Nix orchestrate. Washington at home with so much at stake, you can't go against a dog. That fired me up. Really excited, wow, right? Wow, what an exciting makes you want promo. There. Yes, wow. yes. So Absolutely. College Game Day is live from Red Square. It starts at 6 o'clock in the morning, our time. Uh, this is your battle. Of, here's the deal. Pac-12 has been dominant in the college football AP polls all year long so far. This is probably the most the Pac-12 has been in the top 25. We've got two um, undefeated Pac-12 teams, um, Oregon coming into Washington. I think it's number seven. Or is it seven and eight or eight or nine? I can't remember. Eight or nine? It's I think it's eight and nine. So it's, it's, I believe the Huskies are number six in the coaches poll and number seven in the AP and okay. I believe I believe Oregon's number eight in both. Okay, seven and eight. All right, yeah. So two dominant teams in the Pac-12. We've got two potential Heisman or two Heisman Trophy candidates in their quarterback, Bo Nix, as well as ours, Michael Penix Jr. Can you? I I don't know where to begin with. Anthony, give us your kind of take on what you're expecting for this weekend, um, and we'll also talk about you know the watch party later on as well, but. Um, yeah. give us your take for this five and oh, five and oh battle in Seattle. I'd love to, uh, thank you for giving me that privilege. Um, so yeah, um, first of all, I'm just going to go out right and say, I'm, I'm going to predict the dogs to win, you know, okay. you already know, okay. you already know that's coming from me. So what am I represent? You know, go yeah. dogs, first of all. Um, but you know, it's going to be a tough game. That's for sure. These teams are rivals and, um, we hate the ducks and they know Hello. that I know they hate Hello. us. They hate us. And it's, 
Okay. It's a bloody, bloody rivalry that does not get enough state. It doesn't get enough credibility on the national spotlight every year. Um, but, you know, this is the first time these two teams are facing off with both teams being in the top 10. Um, surprised that that's actually uh, true, but I did see that stat this week. And um, it's, it's going to be a fight. Um, both teams are very prolific offenses with, of course, Heisman quarterbacks, as you mentioned, Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr., you know, so Penix is more of a pocket quarterback. He's going to throw and he's probably one of the most accurate guys that's can, you know, going to be able to throw the deep ball in the whole entire NCAA. Um, Nick's he's going to beat you with the legs. So, you know, they're both very versatile quarterbacks too. I mean, I know if Penix has to run, he can, he just hasn't had to because the offensive line has really done a great job for him in protecting him this year. And, and you know, he's got some amazing wide receivers. Odunze, exactly. my personal favorite, but I mean, he's got like what they call the, like the three-headed monster out there to toss to. Yeah. So <laughs> why, why run when you got people to catch? You know, I'd even give credibility to the fourth wide receiver. Um, I mean, because I know you're, you're probably talking about Odunze, Polk, um, McMillan, and then of course, Jeremy Bernard. He's a, he's a local guy from Vegas too, just like Odunze. And those guys, I mean, don't leave, don't sleep on Bernard because he showed you what he could do against Michigan State. Scored that first touchdown there too, and he's great. Great to have him yeah. uh, as a new contribution to our team this year. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and Troy Fontano, the offensive lineman, they're holding it down. He's also from Vegas. Got to mention the Vegas kids real quick. Um, so, yeah. but yeah, that that offense is is really something. I think it's really going to come down to a defensive. Um, battle and which defense can come up with the best turnover ratio is really what this game usually does come up to come down to really when it comes to these mm -hmm. two teams. Um, it's going to probably come down to how that plays out in the fourth quarter as well, because I anticipate this game to be tight. It was tight last year. We won it by a field goal. We stopped them on a fourth down that they decided to go for it because they're Oregon. They always go for it on fourth down. And <laughs> last year that played into our uh, benefit, you know, so that's how we won it last year. And um, that was in Eugene, a lot harder place to, to play. So Absolutely. this is going to be at home. Um, I imagine both a sold out crowd, by the way, which has not happened in a while. So we're going to see yeah. the best place in college football, in my opinion, sold out for a Saturday day game. Um, it's going to be pretty much a, an amazing spot. I wish I could have been there to, to on they Saturday, but uh, call it the greatest setting in college football. It is that's what it's for titled reason, yeah. as for reasons. My so, hope yeah. is just that our team, the Huskies, can maintain their first half dominance into the second half because in the last few games we've kind of slacked off in the second half. We haven't had the same consistency, we haven't had the same drives, and so it's made those those scores closer in the end result when we could have been blowing teams out left and right, because if we would have kept the gas on the effort on the pedal, on the gas pedal, we would have. hundred percent. I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, the last game that they played against Arizona right before the bye, um, that was the first game that Penix actually played all four quarters. So they've been dominant by so much in every game so far. They haven't really been challenged. And, you know, for him to only play three quarters of every game, that's actually been, you know, good to give him rest, good to give our backups, a little bit more rest Morris, he comes in it's his third year with the team anyway so good to him get him some reps just in case anything ever happens and then um you know but it was really good that they got challenged last week or two weeks ago actually against arizona just just to give them the four quarters of having the starters right. play through it and everything so um, i think that can actually be a good thing that that game was so tight last week kind of get a little reality check of hey welcome back to pac-12 football yeah, I feel like Arizona is always Arizona or Arizona State. One of them is always like they they don't care if they're zero and twelve. They're gonna try and beat us or somebody, whether it be us or Oregon or USC, because they want to make a point. And it seems to always yeah. happen. <laughs> so it was it good that we. I think it's just tough to play in the desert. That's why they they just do well at home. Both those teams. Right. It's you know these Northwest teams come in and they're you know the forest teams with the rain, they're used to the climate up there. Then they go down to the desert and it's still like 80 degrees, 85 in October. And they're just gassed in the third, fourth quarter. They, you know, yeah, they got it. You got to finish, you know, but this game's at home against Oregon. So yeah. um, this, this game is going to be good. It's going to be hyped. It's going to be, it's going to be very exciting. One other thing I know me and Mo have talked about throughout the, 
between last year and this year is like the transfer portal, the effect the transfer portal has had on college sports. We see how Colorado and Dion has been doing through the transfer portal. Of course, mm-hmm. Penix came through the transfer portal, uh, what, two almost two years ago now. Um, how that can play a big role for teams like us and Oregon that are moving on to from Pac-12 to Big Ten. We're going to be on a bigger viewing stature, I guess. We'll be playing in bigger stadiums. We're going to be seeing stadiums that fit 100-plus thousand fans in them. What kind of effect do you think it is for the Pac-12 move to the Big Ten for uh, for our school or for most of the Pac? Yeah. Well, yeah, for all the teams that are going, the two SoCal teams and um, us in Oregon, the, um, I think, I mean, I, th- I think it's a good move, but I mean, I'm, I'm still cautiously skeptical about it because when the, the new athletic director that just took over for UW, right. um, he mentioned that because of the positioning that they had to put themselves in when it came to the amount of money that they're getting compared to the other big 10 teams that have already been there, uh, we're getting a lot less this, you know, yeah. on this first contract. So um, because of that, he mentioned just yesterday, I believe, that um, they're going to have to have as many home games as possible that are going to be non-conference. And what that means is they're probably going to have to get rid of the home and away Apple Cup battles for a while. And um, I'm not too happy about losing that tradition at all. I definitely want to mention all. At all. Because that, that really like sat in my heart today when I woke up this morning and I heard that news because... I mean, that's the Apple Cup tradition. This is the listen. Yeah. I'm planning to try and go there this year because it could be the last one yeah. at Husky Stadium for who knows how long. I mean, I yeah. just <sighs> tough. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're gonna bring it back, but until we get that new contract or they get more money, they have to compete with all mm-hmm. the other Big Ten teams. So, I mean, they got to keep compete with the Ohio States, the Michigans, and then of course you still got to compete with. USC, UCLA. Um, and by the way, since you brought it up, what, what do you think about um, how they came out with the schedule? And we're actually not potted together with all of the other old Pac-12 teams in the new format of the Big Ten scheduling. Like, we're not getting USC and UCLA every year. Yeah, I think that was done um, probably on purpose mainly so that we're getting seen in other maybe markets or whatnot. I mean, some of those games I saw, I was just like, wow, like now I need to go out to, you know, <laughs> some of these schools where I've never been to before just to catch a game. But uh, it's unfortunate. Cause I mean, you know, being from the, I'm from the pack 10. So I still want to see the teams that we grew up with that I grew up with and being playing them going to California for games, being at USC, even though I hate their stadium, um, you know, doing some of those things and, and being having that rivalry with Washington state. And, and of course with Oregon. So it's, it's difficult that we can't still maintain that throughout the seasons, but I feel like the fact that they dropped schedules like two years in advance, three years mm-hmm. in advance, all the way to like, what was it? 2007 or eight. I was like, I can't even look at this right now. Like my mind doesn't have time to program what's happening four years yeah. from now. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Maybe there'll be some changes. I'm not sure, but uh, it's. Yeah. I, I believe got- it was just temporary anyways. And I think it's subject to change. Of course. I mean, yeah. I, I did notice that we only have to play Ohio state once out of the next like four or five years. So that's not a bad deal really. Um, no. We're getting Michigan almost every year though, I believe. So, and, and I, I actually like that because, you know, if we're talking about tradition, I'm thinking about Absolutely. how I grew up in the eighties and we we, we were we were getting that Michigan national championship. So, I mean, and- <laughs> those road bowls in the eighties. It was always it was Michigan or Iowa. So yeah, um, those were some good memories, and and I think that would be great to play Michigan every year. It would be, you know, when I was looking into the college game day stuff, there was a post that I had no, I've known that Joel McHale was a big Seahawks and Husky fan, right? We knew he was in college game. I didn't know Joel McHale actually played for UW. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know he did either. <laughs> I don't know if this was a costume, but it's him in front of Husky Stadium way back in the day. I just, I don't know if that, I need to do like a fact check, but I had no idea Joel did McHale he actually was. Play? Or is that just him wearing I, a shirt? Man? I, it would seem as though it's, leg- I don't know. I got to do a Google search. I don't know, Mo, if you're on it. No, Joel really McHale. I had no idea. I had no idea. My friend, my friend actually, one of the Vegas alumni guys out here, um, he actually told me that he was in his fraternity. Okay. Yeah, I believe Sunday. it. <laughs> so maybe uh, he, was, maybe he was in a fraternity. <laughs> I, hey, 
Listen, I can say this. The people are always amazed by my par- parallel parking skills. So I can literally parallel park like a 15 passenger van with no with no room. And they're like, how do you do that? I'm like, listen, I went to school at UW. You had to. You had to go to parallel park in the Greek rows just to be able to park and walk to campus. Like that was how you you made life exist. I mean, you played bumper cars. Nobody had a nice car because you played bumper cars to parallel park um, with other college students on campus. But speaking of which, we want to talk about the watch parties that the Nevada Husky Alumni Association for the University of Washington have here in Las Vegas. You guys do watch parties at Spago's, correct? Um, name is Sago's, but yeah, of course, Sago's. I don't know why I always say Spago's. Yeah, Sago's, it's up on um Fort Apache, and Cross Street is close to Tropicana on the west okay. side of town. Uh, 4790 yeah. South, uh, South Fort Apache Road is where you guys can find us. Uh, we're there every Husky game day. Um, we are anticipating the best crowd that we've ever had there for this game, hopefully. So hopefully I'll show up. I want both yeah. of you guys there. If you guys can make it too, hopefully. I'm moving. Like I literally have, st- I, I'm literally moving this weekend. So I have to be at my new place to like ensure things are getting done, but I'm hoping to either catch a part of the game at the bar. Hopefully I can make it. I'm just really mad that it happened to be on like the biggest game of the year of for me here. So we'll try to be there. I've heard the only great things about Saga. I mean, I just have heard that the, uh, the, the, the restaurant itself is great. They've got a good happy hour. You mentioned, I know you guys oh, yeah. have had happy some hour. wonderful, um, freebies, some, some giveaways there for the Husky fans. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. This one away, um, like you said, also, um, some other giveaways. We, this is a 1960s national championship Jersey. Wow. We Stop. Team. We're going to give that a, we're doing that this Saturday. So, um, wow. doing that, we got a whole bunch of little other prizes as well that we do. We do like raffles and yeah, yeah. $3 Wells drinks, $7 for other food items. You can't beat those deals. These guys didn't even move their prices up with inflation this year because wow. we delivered such a great crowd for them last year. They wanted to honor their yeah. prices. I, I think it just came down to like, we had all the menus made from last year for our Husky happy hour. So, yeah. you know, the management over at Sago's has been really great. Also want to give a quick shout out just to all my core members from the alumni that have been there and helping me build this thing over there. Like Nick, Iman, Dennis, Jodine, you guys all bring it every week. It's we got Dennis doing the, uh, the halftime trivia for us. Um, Nick's made some of the gear for us, some giveaways as well. Jodine helps whenever I couldn't make it a couple times. And, uh, you know, Iman, our VP, he, he does a lot for us as well. So, you know, these guys, well, we have a really great a village, actually. It takes a village to run this thing. It's not just me. So I don't want to take all yeah. the credit, you know. So, um, and I you inherited need a team it. behind you. That's for sure. Yeah, I kind of inherited like from my father as well. Yeah. He was the uh, like the dog father in Las Vegas before me. Yeah, so. Was. Know, he was the guy. And that's when I knew about the group is when I, I was going to, to, uh, to the watch parties back when he was doing them. And I, I think I, I continued getting those emails as you took over. So that's why I was like, Oh, it's still around. And then I just, you know, getting caught up and being, it's different now. Cause you know, now that we're on a lot of ESPN or ABC game times, it's nice. But when it's on PAC 12 network, not everybody has PAC 12 network. And so you got to try and find the place that has the games and to have Sagos have that being able to be providing that service every week for a game day. Yeah. is just wonderful. Yeah. And they've been great. They've been happy, happy to work with me. And um, you know, so they're going to help us give out some other giveaways from them. I'm not going to disclose them yet exactly what they're going to help us, but we've got some awesome giveaways for the end of the season for the people that are going to be there every, every week. And, um, you know, we'll do a raffle for that as well. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, you know, we started this thing out when I took over, it was only like four to six people every week and we had a down year that year too. So they're, they couldn't be happier of, you know, 25, 30 people coming every week now. Well, then he had COVID and everything else. Yeah, that's that's pretty much yeah. why it was as low as yeah, it was. It yeah, done. it was yeah. it was mostly from COVID. Yeah. Well, we're happy that um, you've got this going. I've seen some of the pictures. The crowd looks good. I know this game is probably going to be one of the biggest um, turnouts you'll probably see. Hopefully, if not more uh, throughout the season. I'm definitely going to try and get there if I can. But again, if you could just give us the time. So the game's at 1230. Sure. What time do people well, usually start coming in? 1230. Um, a lot of people probably get there about 15, 20 minutes early. Um, you know, I see that's a good time to, you know, try to roll in. You'll get a seat, you know, there's, there's plenty of seating in that area. They've renovated the whole place. They got amazing high definitions, new screens on every wall. Now it's, 
it's great. And then, um, you know, I want to give a plug for um, what I've been talking to the alumni about as well, because the Pac-12 championship game, you guys know where that's at? Here in Las Vegas. Right against, down the, it's the AC, it's against an SEC team too, right? This year, which is like the first time in a long time. Oh, not the champions. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the Las Vegas Bowl. Oh, the, sorry. the Las Vegas Bowl is going to be an SEC team? team? I didn't hear about I think that. It's, yeah, I think it's, I think it's Pac-12 and SEC. Really? I think it might have been last year too. If I can't remember, but yeah, it's yeah. Anyway, yeah, but the Pac-12 championship out here. So I for know sure. that's going to be critical for this game with Oregon and Washington because the winner most likely yeah. would Absolutely. be that champion. Yeah, the, the winner will most likely get into the game, and the loser will still have a chance. But um, both teams still have to play USC and Utah. Um, yeah. and you know who's sleeper this year? Don't sleep on Oregon State. They look good. You know, listen, I mean, even Washington State, like all these quarterbacks coming out of Pac 12 right now, it's just like really dominant time, which is amazing for like the hoorah, see you later Pac 12, like you know, tour right, out right. of here. But uh, mean, you know, right now, the only two teams without a conference is Oregon State and Wazoo, Washington. and uh, yeah, Oregon State and Wazoo. Yeah, so you got to hear my joke because I think these guys have been listening to a lot of Tupac because I mean, that's pretty much what they are now. <laughs> So, the last two Pac-12, uh, yeah, yeah, the two-pot, got it. <laughs> the two-pot, come on now. <laughs> I'm going to have a You're name coming. Out. It was cute. Oh, come on. <laughs> it was cute. We'll give you, you credit. Really it's different. Me. I think for those, we're kind of like two-pot. Oh, yeah, Pac, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Look at a second. It. We got it. We're with you. Well, we comedian. appreciate you coming on here. We definitely want, I'll definitely catch up with you and stay in touch. I hopefully will make it at some point during the game and for sure go dogs. Let's get this win. And if nothing else, uh, we'll catch you in the future for sure. And for all those Oregon Ducks fans listening, you guys know that we're 61 and 48 against you. We're still up by 13. We're still up by 13. Yes. 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 Very good nugget to drop. Get I love Penix it. Winner. I love it. Oh, we got to get the Heisman winner. That's literally the only statistic that Oregon has over us. They have a Heisman winner and we don't. That's the only thing that they've got us on. It's it. We need it. Yeah. It'll be so great. It's been a pleasure. It's ladies. happening. Speak it into existence. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate you from uh, the University of Washington, Nevada alumni chapter. We thank you. Um, and hopefully we'll see you again on Saturday. But again, go dogs. Right. Dogs up. Dogs see up. Go. Later, ladies. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice oh so excited for the game and i can't believe i got stuff to do which is like the worst timing in the world but hey um yeah so one thing i didn't mention about the in our vegas sports also was the lights have their last game it's gonna be at the ballpark here's the deal you guys 45 dollars gets you an all you can eat plus two beers and a match ticket. All you can eat is, I think, uh, hot dogs, nachos, popcorn, peanuts, pretzels, soda, water, all that stuff. But 45 bucks. I think tickets are usually like 15 20 anyway. Right. So that's still not bad. How do you not want that? And it's at the Las Vegas ballpark. It's like a more beautiful setting. The beautiful setting. By the way, the Knights <laughs> are playing tonight. They're playing against the San Jose Sharks. Are they? I saw someone yes. having a watch. Red Rock had a watch party tonight. So we're in the second period and the score is tied. Okay. We just the second period. So it's 1-1. One, one. Okay. Well. So go Knights go. This go Knights go. the overlapping of seasons of sports. We've got hockey. Mm -hmm. We've got postseason baseball. We've got football. Then soon to be basketball. So all our little... The holy circle is coming to one. So I'm looking forward yeah. to it though. I'm excited. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It is. So we talked a little about the football. We have to talk about Thursday night football. We need to talk about briefly just the Cowboys and how much they have completely their fan base. You thought your fan base was getting done with the Raiders. I think the Cowboys fan base is over. I don't think so. They they showed the score after what was it Sunday night football when they lost to the Niners 42 10 that the Rangers, the baseball team in Texas, had more points than the Cowboys than the football team there in Texas. That's just I think the Rangers play the Orioles tonight. I think this is like the last no, game. the Rangers swept the Orioles. Oh, yeah, the Rangers, or the Rangers swept the Orioles. Yeah, they're done. They're it's done. Phillies. They're done. 
and the Phillies won too. And they did. Yep. Yep. And thanks to again, another Vegas star, Bryce, uh, What's Bryce Harper? Bryce Harper, yeah, yeah. Bryce Harper he, for the he Phillies. Built, yeah. He dealt it for the Phillies. So yeah. we've got Rangers, Astros, Diamondbacks, Phillies. I know you don't want to stick on Major League Baseball too hard because um, your Dodgers. Well, let's start it with game one. Start I mean, like you one. mentioned, I think, but here's the deal. We've talked about this before because you know, you've mentioned this every game, every season for whatever sport. If you're number one seed, you hate it. Because it never goes through. It never follows through to win the championship. And yeah. we saw the Dodgers, number one. You can have 100 wins and it doesn't mean anything. Got swept. And, yeah, and it, it not for nothing. It's not like Kershaw was 100% in game one anyway. But when you have someone like <sighs> from the Arizona Diamondbacks by the name of Gabriel Moreno, <laughs> who wants to do not one, not two, not but three home runs within the first inning with five players at bat? I think it was four home runs, wasn't it? Or three. no? Well, or no, he had three, but he the had team three. had four, and then there were two more because the score was like five zero. <laughs> is what it is. When I saw that score, I was like, but he what had inning is it? And I was like, the first, the first inning. How was this the first inning? That has never happened before in the league. Unbelievable. So that started it. So I yeah. just, I mean, then game two was just kind of a mess because uh, we had RBIs from the uh, Diamondbacks that were just kind of, their, their bats were hot. And defensively, we couldn't mm. do anything. And shout out to Max Muncy, former Dodger, third baseman. Uh-huh. Advances on, you know, you got a ring from us and you possibly going to. I enjoy that they actually. We took advantage of the pool there at the state at the stadium there in Arizona. They I all like got their champagne so towers. Cool. Then they all jumped in the pool. Yeah, I was, was loving it. So yeah, I like that. I mean, I, you know, that's what they need yeah. out here in Vegas. Too. They need I to guess that's that all right. You know, maybe when the A's come here, they have a pool too and all that. Yeah. Hey. But I'm not sad about my dog. I mean, I'm sad, but what are you gonna do? This happens hey. every every year. It this happens. Is three years now going. So I don't know. But they are only the. It's the eighth time in Major League Baseball history with a team over 100 wins has been swept in their yeah. first series of the playoffs. So we got some real uh, talking to do. Manfred's got to talk to Dave Roberts. We've got to see what what looks like in postseason. We've got Freddie Freeman from the Braves, and we still couldn't close. Not to mention we lost Urias to his yeah. domestic situation. So we kind of had a little bit of drama. Uh, as we got later into the postseason. And the Braves lost it to the Phillies. I just can't believe how they choked, too. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to ever be able to win a back-to-back. I mean, that's just the, it's a hard thing to do, except our ACs. Well, even the first, I mean, in the NL, or the NL, uh, NLDS, like, you didn't, you didn't even make it to the, the championship series. The, no. I don't know. I just, yeah. No. Uh, two things I wanted to bring up on football real quick before we finish up and do move on to picks, because we have picks to do. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watch Pat McAfee. I watch Pat McAfee. I enjoy his show. Um, so every week he's got Aaron Rodgers on. I just thought, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers is like his buddy, buddy. Like Aaron, on Pat, Pat McAfee. Always, yeah, his he's always on the show like every week. Once a week, it's an Aaron Rodgers segment. I, think, I don't know wow. what day it is. It's a certain day. Well, come to find out, Rodgers gets paid over a million dollars to be there every week for the season. On Pat McAfee's show? A million dollars. How much does Pat McAfee make? I mean, I no, but they're paying him over a million dollars to do a whatever five minute, ten minute segment on his show every week. I'm over a million dollars. We just thought that him and Pat were kind of buddy buddy, and he was just doing it out of the goodness graces of his heart. No, and I'm just getting paid to do that little five minutes once a week. Five minutes once a week is like crazy. Crazy. Uh, the okay, other so thing I need. McAfee's net worth is thirty million. That's fair. He got a huge deal with ESPN, so of they course. got that. Like, I just want to make sure it's worth. Like, could you imagine you're interviewing or you got somebody on your show that's making more money for five minutes than you? <laughs> I mean, he's probably making more than the rest of the guys on his show. I mean, McAfee's Ermy. He's probably making. He makes good, but the, everybody else in that show ain't making a million dollars a year. You know, he's usually got like, he's got like his two side guys and he always has right. a coach on for a third person. They are right. making a million dollars a year. 
And this is on top of how much money did Aaron Rodgers get paid and is sitting on, you know, is sitting doing rehab because he can't play. I mean, that. listen, I, I ain't mad at him, but yeah. <laughs> um, My we know that we, right now. we got week five took more injury tolls. It went crazy with the injuries again. Justin Jefferson, I are. Anthony Richardson gone for another who knows how long. Daniel Jones got injured. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch got injured. Deshaun Watson is going to be out again for the Browns, and no one seems to understand why still. Uh, James Connors on IR. Zay Jones. Juju Smith. Uh, the list goes on. So if you're on fantasy football, it's almost impossible to find anybody to replace whether you're bye week players or injured players because. There literally is nobody left but maybe like a third-string receiver or a third-string tight end. It's almost impossible and crazy. So real quick to go back to the McAfee thing because I'm in a rabbit hole with this. He actually pays Aaron. He pays Aaron Rodgers the million dollars. He personally pays him. He he pays him the 85 million of his contract. He cuts into it to pay him (laughs) a million to be on there. When you're making yeah. bread, I guess you just share it. I, guess, I, don't, I know. don't know about that. I I'm mean, just curious if Aaron Rodgers asked for it or if he just said, yo, I'm going to give you a million dollars just for doing it. <laughs> Look, I know you're going to end up being down up, this rabbit hole. Do I want to give up money in my contract to have Aaron Rodgers on the show? I guess if it'll make me richer. That's well, you know, here's the deal. Me. A lot of those stories that broke on Aaron Rodgers were because of his show. Him going, him wanting to out, him wanting out of the Packers, him going to the Jets, him on their wellness retreat, him, yeah, Ashkawatsa, whatever it's called. Right. I mean, those were all coming off of his show. So, I mean, at some point, it's kind of, it made you the money. You signed that ESPN right. deal mainly right. off a lot of the stuff that happened with the Aaron Rodgers story. So, I guess it's like a his 10% or win win, man. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, 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 pretty wild. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. I had to go back anyway, to that because I just was like, yeah, what? I get it. I get it. Hey, real quick, grill power, Teresa Weatherspoon. Yes. Teaspoon. Um, uh, teaspoon. Gets hired by the Chicago Sky. She's yes, obviously that. a Hall of Famer for the WNBA. She yes. was a part of the New York Liberty's in, um, inception with the WNBA. She had four years coaching with the or- New, or- New Orleans Pelicans. And she, the WNBA now has half – Half of its teams are coached by former WNBA players. There's one more vacancy to be filled with the Mercury, but this is another step in, I mean, just amazing. I wonder if it's going to be the coach of the Golden State Warriors expansion WNBA team. I don't know. I mean, we, and we heard from that, uh, from from the commish, Kathy, that they are going to expand the 2025 to the Golden State Warriors organization purchased is going to have a WNBA team. They're still waiting to see where that second team may go for 2025, yeah. whether it be Portland. They mentioned like Toronto. They mentioned a couple other places to try to figure Toronto out. Toronto would be good. And then, yeah, I think they meant there was a few places that, you know, seemed to be great spots where, you know, because they already have like a franchise yeah. or a place to play, whether it be an NBA state uh, arena or whatnot. So, uh, it looks it looks bright in the future. Yeah. To have some expansion teams. All right, we're gonna get into pickums. Um, I won barely last week two to one. So wow. you know, I picked those bears and Justin Fields ran it for me. He won my league for me last year. Well, I know I had down. picked the commanders. I wasn't expecting well, Mike Dicka passed away. Yeah. So that and was it. It was the dick of you think that was it? Mike did Mike Mike Dicka put the power I within said. Justin Fields. As soon as they announced like Dicka passed away, I said, you know what? They're gonna win this freaking game now. Win, but he also balled out crazy. It he that's they're gonna win the game. Either way, it was a Mike Dicka. Okay. It was a Mike Dicka yeah. effect. Then that's the football okay. guys for you. That's how that works. Justin Fields ain't never looked as good as he did that night. The Dicka effect. I'm just oh, hoping okay. it can continue. It can continue. It can continue. Well, they need to keep it going for him. I mean, if that's what yeah. it took for the poor man to pass away, sadly, <laughs> the age of 80. Here, I mean. Rest in peace. The bears. The bears. Like a, a, bears. A, it's almost like a blood sacrifice or something. They had to do to get oh the gosh. bears back on track. All right. So it's we already okay, had those. So one and four. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got a win. They got a win. Hey, they got that win. Listen. They did. Let them, they let did. Them have on that. prime time. 
on prime time. So it was no on prime, prime time, time embarrassment because I didn't want. Hey, that. it works for me. It worked for me. It worked for my yeah. fantasy. I ain't hating. I'm mad. Not mad at it. So right. uh, Sunday, of course, you know, just so you know, the Steelers, the Packers have buys this week. So Steelers, Packers buys adjust your uh, fantasy football right. teams as needed Sunday morning. If you're betting, if you have fantasy, just remember that there is still another London game on Saturday. So that's yeah. 6 30 AM here in it's Las Monday. Vegas yeah. Pacific time, which is Baltimore at Tennessee. Yeah. I feel bad for Derek, for Derek Henry. I don't know what's, what's happening with this team, but um, well, I gotta go with Lamar. I gotta go with Lamar. That's just, you can't, unfortunately, I don't, I don't know. What are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. I don't know. Three and two Ravens are favored. Yeah. So we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Okay. Next, you got the Commanders at Atlanta against the Falcons. That's gonna be a good game, and Atlanta's been doing really well. It's probably gonna be a close game. I'm gonna go with the Falcons. I'm gonna see what they do. I feel the same way, although the commanders have been doing well. I mean, Atlanta at home, I feel like that's going to just be an easier game for them. If it had been in Washington, maybe, uh, even though they didn't win the last game in Washington because, you know, Magic was there. Magic was getting mad. <laughs> they had a – what was his little interview when he would get upset with the, with the team? Magic but, wasn't hey. enough. It was that Dicka effect. I'm telling you, they should have just known <laughs> to take the L that day. All right, we got the Vikings and the Bears at in Chicago. Both teams are one and four. This is what you never thought you'd see is the iced out uh, Kirk Cousins going one and four this season, which is I know, wow. which is really shocking. Like, and I, you know, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, and no Justin I, Jefferson. No Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he's not. He got injured. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with the Bears and just see what happens. <laughs> they got. We'll see. Someone's got to win. Somebody's got to win this one. All Bradley right, Seahawks had a bye last week. They're heading to the Cincinnati to play Joe Cool and the Bengals. Jamal Adams is supposed to come back. He he got through concussion protocol. Hopefully, he manages a whole game for Seattle. I would enjoy seeing that. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals two and three. But Joe Burrow's back. Okay, I'm. I, you know, I'm rolling my Seahawks. But you, yeah, what course. do you want to do? You I don't go know. With the Bengals. I'll go with the Bengals. I'll just see. I think your Seahawks can pull it off. I'm not gonna say that they wouldn't not win this game. Yeah. But I think Joe. I'm Burrow, hoping after, after a, a bye week, some of our offensive line and that a couple of our corners or safeties or our backfield can get back in it because we had a lot of injuries that we had in New York. Right. And thank God, New York. You guys are still winning those games with those injuries, so it wasn't yeah, bad. So that's why I say. You guys aren't any slouches, but Joe Burrow, uh, he always turns it on after week five. So that's why I'm right. like, let me just see what they're going to do because they still got, we got the Niners at the Browns. One thing I forgot to say is that, you know, you've been seeing um, Najoku with the mask. He had a, a fire burn, in, in yeah. his place and got burnt. They showed his face. Yeah, right. Like the fact that. I think he had an accident in his house. I don't know what he was something that was lighting or some stove thing or whatever. I don't remember. Um, yeah. But he got burnt and his hands are burnt. You can see the, the reflection in his glasses. He has bandages on. Yeah. Here's the deal. This man played in a game, put on a whole mask. And you know how tight those helmets are on top of all those yeah, burns on your face. Like yeah, he was out there That's looking funny. like Bane. I'm talking about just the pain that you putting anything of pressure over a burn is like torture. <laughs> I just could imagine in that mask. I don't know. Oh man. So but he had the best uh, game he ever played with the burn. So, and I have him on his fantasy league. I'm still not that impressed well, with him. They got the Niners coming in. Niners are well, he's listed as questionable. So I don't even know if he's going to play or not. And, um, you know, we look at these 49ers are five and oh now, and it's always taking like, what's going to be the upset game of the week. Is this going to yeah. be it, or is it going to be the following week? I don't. Will think this there is be an be, upset? I don't think this will be their upset week, though. I think, uh, I think as so much either. as unfortunately, as much as it pains me, I wish yeah, they would have to go with the 49ers. Yeah. All right, we got your Saints at the Texans. Saints three and two, Texans two and three. Texans are at home. I... I'm rolling with the Saints. Yeah, Saints defense got me 22 points on Fantasy League. They are balling out. It's the offense. Defense is the one that's helping them win these games. 
<laughs> I'm gonna roll the Texans just cause, just to see. You know, Natasha hit us up today. She was in town. Yeah. I'm gonna roll the Texans just for her. Just who knows? Maybe that that home that home field advantage and with the inconsistency of uh, the Saints, maybe they can pull one off. Who knows? All right, yeah. we got the Colts um, at the Jaguars. Both are three and two. Jackson's favored by four. Are the Colts at home? No, it's in Jacksonville. Uh, well, I'm going with Trey Lance. I mean, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is... Poor Trey Lance over there in Cowboy Land. That was the worst place for him <laughs> to get dumped. He should have came over to us. I mean, he might have a starting job now soon. Really? Like, that continues Maybe to doesn't get hurt. Who listen. Uh, Carolina Panthers at the Dolphins. The Panthers are 0-5. They have yet to win a game yet. Yeah, I, I don't think this is going to be the week for it either because they're at home. Not in Miami and not, not against the Dolphins. So no. I'm going to roll with the Miami Dolphins on that. All right, we've got another game coming up here in Las Vegas. Back-to-back games. You're on a short week, too. we got the New England Patriots coming to visit here in Las Vegas against the Raiders. I want my Raiders to win so badly, and I think this will be the game we win. I mean, we the need Patriots to. Are- for. But it's going to be Josh McDaniels against his old team. Yep. Yeah. But we took most of that team, so the old team is with us. So <laughs> let's, <laughs> we'll see how that let's looks. Go, let's go Raiders. Let's go Raiders. Right. All right, we got the Lions at the Bucks. Lions four and one. Bucks three and one. I still got to roll with the Lions. I, I still love Me this too. team. Them Lions are nice. Yeah. They're a sleeper. They're real nice. Absolutely. We got the Cardinals at the Rams. Cardinals are one and four. Rams two and three. Is Rams Matt got Stafford rid of Von- really going to do something this week. Like I really need him to do something. Is Cooper Cup back, right? Cooper Cup. They had an article about how toxic the Cardinals locker room is. Apparently, so. Said <laughs> that Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Rams. I don't see the yeah, Cardinals winning too. here. They got lucky with the Cowboys. I don't think that's right. going to happen continuously. Right. Eagles versus the Jets. The 5-0 and Eagles travel to New okay. Jersey and take so, on the Jets. This yes, is what I'm going to say to this. Jets upset and beat the Eagles last season. Okay. This was what broke their undefeated streak was a Jets game. And it was a <laughs> Jets game later on. in the. Uh, I want to say it was like, what, 11th week game or something? Late week game. It was like either 8 or 10, something like that. But the Jets okay. broke them. And like I said, they're probably going to be an upset of some sort of week. Can the Jets repeat that, though? I don't know. What are, don't what are you going to do? What are you doing? What are you doing? Because you got Aaron Rodgers in the building out there. You never know what could happen with that. Well, I'm rolling with I'm rolling with the Philly because Jalen's on my squad. I got to have him have some points. I, I got to take got Philly on this one. I got all that, too. But I'm just like, <laughs> this could be the upset week. But maybe not. So I'll just just. I'll place a bet against them, but I'm going to pick the Eagles this week. But I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to play a ticket just to see. So you're taking the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles, but when I go to the sports book, okay. I think what I'm going to do is take the Jets. Okay. Or hit that, hit that, hit uh, that, hit the spread so you can get those. Yeah. Points with the spread. All right. The Giants, one and four, go to the Bills. Oh, you know Buffalo's going to win that game. Yeah. All right, the Cowboys at the Chargers for Monday Night Football. That is so roll. out of line to do that. I to gotta me. roll with Heather and her Chargers and see what Mr. Herbert can do. I got Justin Herbert on my fantasy, but it's like and the Keenan worst Allen. kind of thing of two teams that I loathe going head yeah, to head. So the thing of it want? is, is I'm gonna have to go with the two. <laughs> and then they're in my division, so if they win, it's another <laughs> bump up. Which way you going? I'm going to have to go with the Chargers. I don't like the Cowboys that much. Okay. I, I was, called my I brother asking. that night. Shout I was out to just Brian. Asking. I called him. He says, I am on the couch going to sleep. I'm getting up and I'm going to bed. I'm not even watching that game. What? I just did a welfare check. I just was checking to see how your Cowboys, how you're feeling about this game. Because it was a massacre. <laughs> at, least he had, at least he took my call. Shout out to him. Hey. Okay. Being a cowboy fan is still taking my call. I just was doing a welfare check. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to bed. That's all I got to say. I'm still amazed how that worked, that they became a Cowboys fan. So. I know. He's got, a, he's got a whole long story with it. But they're calling yeah. Dak Prescott, Whack Prescott out there. They got names. <laughs> you never know. Trey Lance might start this game. He should start a mid-game uh, on Sunday. You know, if, if Jerry would get off his back and just let the Trey Lance play. You never know. It could go good. 
Trey Lance was it doing it for the Niners up until he got injured. Until he got hurt. He was yeah. doing all right with San Francisco. It was fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. But if I had a line with C-Mac and all those folks on there and George Kittle, I probably would do fine too. At a defense Man, like listen. that. Man, listen. All righty. So uh, that's the show for today. We appreciate y'all. Uh, be back next week. We've got another guest coming up in two weeks that we're going to look forward to. But yes, uh, we'll check y'all so next excited. week. We appreciate you. Uh, let's go Aces. Let's. It's it's the thing is, you know, we won the la- last year's championship away. It sucks that we'd have to win it in, away again. We don't want to. We want to take that win wherever we can get it. Of course, whether it be out there or here. But um, I'm right, you know we're trying. We got to get this. Like, we got to get this parade. And the only thing I noticed in the chats was if and when Vegas does win, how is that going to be affected by the F one? And whatever's happening with construction and well, they got to do the closures. they got to do the parade out by the uh, sports complex. I told them they might as well, I said they might as well just put those uh, put the girls in the F one cars and just roam up and down the strip. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> they only got a couple of them in the garages they made for the F one cars. Like, hit the take the tops off, let a girl in there right in the back, and just you know. Have 12 cars. Yeah, there. I don't know how they're gonna do that, but they gotta figure something out because we're trying to turn up and celebrate. But if it's gonna be the complex will show up out there. Big turnout. They'll parade Big. around the perimeter of the city. We'll do that. I mean, it's gotta be something though. This is back to back. It's gotta be huge. So hopefully big shout out again to Anthony, um Scorpions Consulting as well. He said thanks for having me on the show. Oh, yes. Great show. Uh-huh. Yes. We appreciate you coming uh-huh. on. Thanks for coming it was on. Great. It's uh, again, it's one the... with our nights too. It's still okay. Coming down to close of a second period, but still one one. So hopefully our knights Wait, can pull mom this said, off from our nemesis. My mom's knights just made a goal, so I don't oh, know good. if you need to refresh. Update on my thing. Yes. <laughs> I got one one still on my ESPN. Same with Anthony. He said that the uh, Stanley Cup to go knights ago. We just scored two one. Okay. Okay. Good. We we're just wrapping up that second period. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Let's go knights. So we appreciate everyone for tuning in. We appreciate Anthony, of course, with uh, the University of Washington's Nevada alumni chapter here. Go check out Sagos, Tropicana, and Fort Apache-ish for the watch parties on Saturdays um, during game days. And, of course, the big game, Oregon and Washington College game days on campus. Tip, uh, kickoff is 1230. And for me and Mo, that's going to be it today. And we will catch you all next week. Yep, catch you on the Go flip. dogs, go aces, go everybody. Go night. Go Bye. Vegas. Vegas is winning. Go Vegas. Go Raiders. Let's- <laughs>